0: Hallelujah! Today is July the 4th, and it's a day of celebration across our land. Did anybody besides me hear a firecracker last night? Amen. I was always go- good to bed early on Saturday night, and I'm laying there going, pop, 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 pop. I'm going, that's what it's all about. It's the celebration without putting anything on fire except for just popping some Hallelujah. So the um, Independence Day, freedom, I want to talk today about freedom in the Father's love, and, uh, but I want to mention a couple of things. This marks the anniversary of the Second Continental Congress adopting the Declaration of Independence on July the 4th, 1776. The Congress made up of delegates from the United States' original 13 colonies that declared independence from Great Britain. So I thought it would be bit fitting today to focus on this theme of freedom, and we have freedom in our nation because of the blood that was shed by precious protectors of our freedom, who are the men and women in our military who fought and died for our freedom. Everybody said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So war is waged to bring freedom to this nation, but also war is waged by Jesus to bring freedom to the human heart. And we have the gift of spiritual freedom in Christ because of the blood that Jesus shed on the cross for all of us. He paid the debt. So would you say this with me? True freedom comes with a price. True freedom comes with a price. So I want to pray that each heart here would now receive. I'm going to talk about a freedom because of the Father's love. Freedom that comes to the human soul because of that. I'm going to pray for us to receive that. And this is what I want to pray. I want to pray that the revelation of the Father's heart and love bring healing to the wounds in the heart inflicted. Uh, you, you know, earthly dads and moms are not perfect, but Heavenly Father is. And so we say, come now Holy Spirit and bring light to receive this powerful love. That's what I'm asking. I'm asking that the Lord would, would bring this to us. By the way, every single heart in this room has been conditioned by things. You have a mind, you have a, a will, and you have emotions, but you, the core of your identity is your heart. Your heart is the house where your spirit Was well, This is really who you are? And I'm going to tell you for me, because of the, many of you know, if you're visiting, you wouldn't know this, but the devastating abuse of a, of a little boy who's now nine years old, who was me, affected my view of father god and many people the last revelation they seem to ever get when people come to the lord they fall in love with jesus they love jesus they love jesus father god whatever but they love jesus father god not so much jesus they don't know you know him but you don't really know him but you you know him through jesus but you don't really embrace the relationship so we're going to talk about that day And then uh, for many in the the gifts of the Spirit, the the work of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, which is to make us like Jesus and the way we are, uh, to be be like Him. And then the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit's involved to do like Him so we can function and represent Him. So we're going to talk about how the impact of who Father God is in our life when we have revelation of who He is, how it deeply changes us and alters us and reconditions our hearts. Can anybody say, okay, I'm ready for it? Okay, so I'm literally praying that there come a change in your heart today through what we hear. So just open up to that. John eight thirty one thirty two. 32, Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, he says, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. See, there's now, there's so big a difference between knowing scriptures and knowing the one who wrote them knowing the scriptures and not having the spirit of the one who wrote them. People use scriptures to hurt people. But the real spirit behind the Word of God is to give revelation of who He really is. So sometimes it's not just the black uh, letters on the paper, it's those lines between the white spot between there where God says, here I am. i want to connect the dots for you. So unfortunately, many have a Christianity that is focused way too much on what they have to do for God. Isn't that the truth? Amen. I mean, it's like pervy. It's like, what is that all about? And not enough on who God is and what He's already done for us. And if we really camp on who He really is and what He's already done, your life changes. So here we go. This is a real simple statement. What Christianity is truly about, however, is simply this. Now I want you to bird this into your. <laughs> I mean, you know what, I want to stop again and just say, Father God, come and open up our hearts to the depth of your love. Come and release inside of us who you are. Make the impact inside of every soul in the room, every heart. There would be the work of the Holy Spirit making us know the love, the depths of the love of the Father. Amen? So what Christianity is truly about, heaven is simply this. God loves you and He wants you to live in the continuous experiencing of Him loving you. To live in the continuous experiencing of Him loving you. To live in the continuous experiencing of Him loving you. This is the whole point of Christianity. Living in the continuous experience of Him loving you brings you into rest, contentment, and an inner peace that is so contagious that people will be impacted just by who you are. This is why this is so important. There's nobody content deeply in their heart like a person who knows the depth of Father God's love. There's nobody carries it. When a person who knows him that's really powerful and rich inside. And there's such a generosity and there's all these different fruit. There's just this life-bearing spirit about them. This uplifting, caring heart truly impacts people. Less insecure, more confident, more assured, but not arrogant, humble, quick to just, oh, well, you know, I really didn't know what was going on there, you know, but you know, but then really carishing about who people so i want to explain to you about jesus some about father God. Some we'll talk about the holy spirit a little bit more but i want us to delve into the real spiritual freedom in christ and uh what we we will get to the we are going to get to the power of the gospel because we have um some communion coming up i want to point that out a little bit but the point of what christ did the whole point of what jesus did it was everybody say reconnect us with the father so, when Jesus said, If you have seen me, you have seen the Father, when he said that, he was not saying that he was the Father. He didn't say he was the Father. Jesus is not saying, I'm the Father and the Father's not Jesus. And he never even said that knowing him was the same as knowing the Father. He just said that the, the Father was in him doing the works. He did say, Here's a, I only do what I see the Father doing, but he never said, I am the Father. Now, I want to grasp these two truths that. Uh, Deep in our hearts said, Andrew Murray said years ago. Matter of fact, you can say it out loud if you want to, but just here's the first one. Jesus' life of dependency on the Father was a life in the Father's love. Would you say that? Jesus' life of dependency on the Father was a life in the Father's love. Let that kind of sew down inside of you. Now, let's look at the next one. What the Father's love was to Jesus his love will be to us. What the Father's love was to Jesus, what he experienced when he walked on the earth, knowing Father's love, that's what he's after for you and me. He wants you and I to walk in the Father's love the same way that he did. He came to represent the Father. Is anybody happy in your heart right now? Just a revelation of reality, because we've clung to Jesus, but Jesus said, here's basically the theology is simply this, We don't walk with Jesus, we walk with the Father. Christ is in us. Via the Holy Spirit's imparting into us the very character. All the scriptures point that way. We're in Christ. Christ is in us. But we walk with the Father, like Jesus walked with the Father. So when Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes to the Father by me, this is what he was saying. Jesus says, I am the way. He's the way, what? To the Father. Jesus wasn't the destination. Father God is the destination. Jesus said, I'm going to show you the way to Him. Everybody praise the Lord with me right now. Come on now. The depth of the love. I knew this a few years ago. I said, I clicked. You know, I was writing those songs like Father's, Father's Love i received my Father's love in my life. He's a God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ. i was singing that stuff. i was singing, over me I hear my Father's song. I've read the songs. And the Lord, um, a few years back, said, yes, I, was, I gave you those way back there to prophesy into your own spirit the nature of the ministry I'm calling you into, number one. Number two, to open up and expand your heart to understand who I am as the Father. That when you sense that, and see, here's the thing. I, and I've noticed this. I've noticed when people begin to experience the love of the Father, they begin to be healed. I can't even explain. And then I read it in a book. I got a book I'm reading and and the guy said, yes, when people begin to encounter the, the father, they begin to be healed in their hearts. I went, oh my gosh. I feel like, good job. I learned it from the Lord. And then a book came along and said, good job. We've been getting this revelation out. So many in today's church, though, have gotten stuck along the way, and they've never come into the loving relationship with Father God. They've come to Jesus, but they've not come to who Jesus was leading them to. Now, let's come on. It's, this is powerful stuff. This is so deep and rich. And and uh, I was on that a couple of weeks ago. I was on the understanding that when when the, that moment when Father God reveals himself in Revelation 21 verse 3 and he says I'm going to dwell with you and he comes like the great reveal and he comes out and I was like here's your dad and we're going to dwell together and the very first thing in the verse 4 the very next thing he says I'm going to wipe away all tears because death is no more and mourning and crying and pain are gone the former things are gone hallelujah and then the Lord said to me in my heart he says and I don't wait for you to get to heaven to start wiping the tears away whatever the losses of death have done to your life over your lifetime, whatever big misses, big longings that have been taken from you you in relationships, no matter how they've been destroyed, however death has played a role that the Lord says, I'm going to wipe away all those tears. This is the tender heart of Father God. This is who He is. Let's just worship Him just for a moment. Because revelation of who He is is what every heart needs on the planet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus would say that it was not about himself, he would come to us and say it's about the Father. And the deepest and most profound freedom anyone will ever experience and walk in their walk is knowing the love of the Father for themselves. The love of the Father is the foundation of Christianity and without it the foundation is missing. Just somebody, least say amen. amen. The love of the Father is the foundation St. Augustine, here's a few early church fathers that talked about this. St. Augustine said, if the written word of the Bible could be changed into a single word and become a single voice, this voice more powerful than the roaring of the sea would cry out, the Father loves you. That's St. Augustine. The Father loves you. The Lord was giving glimpses of this Having knowledge of the Scripture, as I said before, is not the same as knowing who the Scriptures are talking about. But I want to say this, knowing Him. See, not just knowing the truth about Him, knowing Him in truth. Knowing Him, encountering Him, knowing Him, experiencing Him, having that continuous connection with Him as the Father. Loneliness in the human heart dissipates. Loneliness literally leaves your heart. It disappears. Feelings of emptiness are displaced by the fullness of His love. It literally changes everything. Healing begins. Freedom is found. Hope arrives and thrives. Faith stands up and walks and talks because, because of this love that goes in. Jesus said. Uh, Jesus even taught us. He said, hey, don't pray to me. Pray to the Father. Look at this. Jesus taught us to pray to the Father. He says, when you pray, go into your room, shut the door and pray. Who? Where? What? Hmm? To your Father who is in secret and your Father who sees in secret will, will reward you. Matthew 6, verse 10, uh, 9 and 10, he says, the disciples came to us and says, Teach us to pray. What do you do? He said, Pray this. Come on, everybody. Our Father in heaven, holy, hallowed be your name. Your Father, your kingdom come. Father, your will be done. You're shocked. This is, well, you're getting it now. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're all getting it now. This is the reality of what Jesus came to do. This is like, I'm looking at her, and Shelly's going, she's got this spellbound like you know yes we love jesus we're never going to take away from jesus jesus points. father god points to jesus as the redeemer of the world he's he's the lamb who was slain take away the sins of the world and we give him glory 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 but jesus says but you know who we're doing it for here you go it's dead it's always been about dead Jesus came to God, to get us back to the daddy God, father God. Even John 24, 23 says, but the hour is coming. Jesus says, most everybody looks at the true worshippers concept of spirit and truth, spirit and truth. But this is what it says is the hour is coming is now here when true worshippers will worship the father. Worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking. The Father is seeking such to worship. And every blessing comes from the Father. We are blessed by the Father. Ephesians 1.3, blessed be. See, this is all in your Bible. But you don't. We, we read right by it, we don't see it. It's like we, listen, it takes, watch. It takes the Holy Spirit to give you a revelation of who Jesus is. Okay? And then when you see Jesus, you goes, oh, somebody died for my sins. And it's, when you open up your heart, you confess with your mouth that he's Lord. You believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. What happens? The burden of your sin lifts off of you. you you're, you're told that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. All this new begetting, life-begetting things begin to happen inside of you. You have a Savior. You have a Redeemer. And Jesus says, come on, let me show you what it's all for. Just keep coming with me. We're going to go see the Father. And you're going to walk with the Father like I walked with the Father. And you're going to know Him like I know Him. I redeemed you to know Him. I redeemed you that we could reconnect you to Him. He set up Eden to have a place, a garden, and He calls it a mountain of God. It, that we, the Father could be in fellowship with us. And you know what? It didn't happen, right? Went south the fall of mankind, and Jesus comes as the perfect human to die in our place, to redeem us back to the Father. And then, now he's going to have his ultimate, ultimate. He's going to say, because he already has a spiritual family, but he wanted an earthly family, and he wanted to have, a, to be able to abide with us together, and impart, and, and, and you know, raise us up, and, and do all the things. Anyway, here's the point of it is this, how we do it so far. The point of it is this He wants you and I, at this time, in this season of our life, to open up to the grand understanding, the deep understanding, the blessing of knowing the intimacy with Father. We talk about it, but it seems to go by your heads, go on my head, and I'm locking down. I'm saying, Locking down, because I've noticed that He begins, when, when this revelation comes in your heart, you begin to change. Is anybody starting to sense the reality of this? So we're blessed by the Father. Ephesians 1 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. And uh, Paul actually prays this prayer. And so I didn't see it until actually today, the nature of the prayer. There's more after it, but Ephesians 1 verse 16 and 17 says this, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. This is Paul writing out his prayer for the Ephesian church. Watch this now. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, not that the Lord Jesus Christ, but that the God of, see his covenantal name is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, and he's praying to the God and Father, the Father of Glory. Everybody say Father of glory. He says, I'm praying that the Father of glory may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, he says, in the knowledge of Him. Paul saying, I want you to know Father God. Jesus wants you to know Father God. And because of the damage of the soul through earthly relationships, through needs not being met, this is remarkable. I said it early already. It's remarkable. But when the when the revelation, when Jesus reveals to you, when, when you pray this and you begin to see who the Father is, you start to be healed immediately. It comes with knowing Him. He begins to heal who you, your identity, who you really are as His son, daughter. So here we go. How about a little prayer? I'm going to put this prayer up here. Father God, just say it with me. Father God, show me who you are. I want to live in the continuous experience of you loving me. That's the first part. That's the first part. Would you just take this? Is that your prayer today? How many of you think, nah, I don't want to experience too much love. No, it's not. You're designed for it. Everything gone wrong in your life is because you don't have it. Everything that is broken and bound and, and sick is because this is not happening. Everything is because this is not manifesting in your life. Are you there? It's the Father's love, the continuous experience of Him loving you, that causes you to transform so deeply, changes you so amazingly. Aren't you glad I found what we're supposed to be doing here? So go ahead and say this I want to live in your love. This is, I want to live in your love, Father God, the same, well, supposed to be the same way, sorry typo let's say the same way jesus did the same way you say i want to live in the father's love the same way jesus did the same way jesus did the same way jesus did and this is what he wants for you okay now we're going to have communion here in a minute let's go ahead and prepare and get ready for this is this good hallelujah now i just saw in the spirit it's dropping down into you i saw it the lord says i'm placing this revelation inside of you now it's not in your head anymore that was amazing. I just saw the Lord says, here's my hand. I'm going to put it in you. You're going to change. It's going to change you. It's going to change you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you need the revelation of the Lord just put down in your spirit? I just saw a picture of the hand of the Lord go. here you go. How many of you need that? You would like that? Let's go ahead and ask the Lord. Say, drop it in me. Place your hand over my heart. Let release into me the revelation of who you are as Father to me. Release it into me now. Release it. I want to know your love the way that Jesus knows your love. Let's praise him. Just praise him. There's a spirit of worship because this is, so, this is so honoring to the father. No wonder he says, Honor your father and mother so things will go well with you. Get this. Honor Father God and things will go well with you. Everything will go well with you. Everything. And those healings and all that stuff is because daddy. It's because of daddy God. And you know it. You know it. Walk in in, what, five months cancer free? Six months? three years praise God there's a freedom here there's a freedom she's clung to the Lord now today there's a you're opening to the what we're preaching here today you're opening this because of the inner confidence that comes there's an inner confidence that comes that comes by no other means you can't get it any other place it's this deep assurance because you're made this way hallelujah It's just open to it. Open to him. It's all about climbing up on his knee. Coming into the throne room and sitting on the knee of the father of glory. Can you imagine that? Sitting on the knee of almighty God who's the father. Paul said, I pray to the father of the family, all the family on heaven and earth pray to the Father that He'll put Christ in your hearts by faith and He'll be strengthened to know the depth of this love that comes. The depth of this love. I want to pray and then we're going to receive the communion. I want to ask that we take a little cracker inside. to have more about what Jesus has done now, the gospel. And we just want to honor the Lord here, don't we? If you have your heart melting right now under the revelation of who Father God is. Just let it melt. Just let it melt right now. Because impartation is very important. It's phenomenal to me to know that the Father's love comes and literally bondages break like this. (laughs) They snap off. (laughs) they just crack they just break they just go things that have been worrisome to you for years melt away they just go they just go they just disappear let's praise him we're going to have a communion but I just felt like we need to pause here and acknowledge his great love for us this is what you've longed for all your life I looked at you and I saw, this is where everything, every search has gone, and this is it. This is it, isn't it? And that what I had awareness of is that all the decisions that you made in your past that didn't work out right, Father God's gonna transform all of that, all of it, it will truly be like water's gone by under a bridge that you'd never have another worry or anything. He knows. You were on your bed as a child crying out to him, and you, you, were, you were wondering about the purpose of your life as a little girl on your bed at nighttime, weren't you? And you cried out to him a lot. Yeah, the Lord just showed that to me. That he's answering that prayer. He's answering that prayer. Let it come in. This is not a mental thing. This is a spiritual thing. This is the Holy Spirit saying, this is me. I've adopted you. I've chosen you. I've restored you to me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And you're going to sense the pressures of those past decisions begin to lift off of you. You're going to sense, just as you invite his anointing of his love inside, you're going to see it's all lifting now, isn't it? You can just feel years, years of disappointment, so years of things are leaving you. Whew. The Father says, I know all of it. I know every place you searched. And I it's like this, it's like he goes, it's like, it's like you went in the living room and you couldn't find him went in the bedroom and then he jumped out behind the couch at the den. He says, here I am. Hallelujah. When we prophesy, if you sense it in you, it's for you. I may be saying it to a person But Father God is not, He doesn't limit His supply of His love. Something falls on your ear, He begins to flow it into you. Let's come on down. Go ahead and hand out the uh, uh, communion. We're going to run over just a tad this morning. Is that okay? I just feel like sitting over in the corner and just crying because God's so good. (laughs) That's how I feel. I just want to sit down and blubber. Say, God, you're so wonderful. Dad. Dad. Now, here's the thing. This is why we're taking communion. Jesus has removed everything. See, that's Jesus' role. Jesus' role is to come and remove everything that would hinder you from coming into the love of the Father. That was His role. His role was to say, "I want to give you a taste, and through the miracle ministry and the teaching ministry, and I love it." it says he cast out demons with a word, and then he healed all who were among them. He was showing you that kingdom. Father's kingdom has come. Father's kingdom has come. Father's. Kingdom. This is what it's going to be like. And then he says, "Now I want that anointing to come on you, and we get to experience and walk in the same thing." I am not into dead church. I am not into dead church. I'm not into ritualism. I'm not into anything religious. I'm into Jesus Christ and Father God and the kingdom of the living God where hearts are truly changed. I don't give a rip about doing church with some formality that doesn't bring life. I always want Jesus Christ walking in the room saying, look at Dad, look at Dad, look at Dad, and the Holy Spirit moving upon hearts because we're getting ready for an end-time revival. Many people that, that don't get it, they don't get it, they just don't get it, they don't and if they would turn to him their love would fill their life and they would change and shackles would break off and all the things that they longed for all their life would be filled up in them that's who he is that's what he's done for me and we're going to see miracles more miracles we're going to see more than celiac go we're going to see all kinds of physical healings and powerful things that the Lord will do because Father God loves you He's going to put replacement parts in our bodies. He's going to do all kinds of things. Subdue diseases, cast out every lying thing that comes against you and me. Jesus came, and this is how. Watch this. He stood on the cross. Telet, uh, tetelestai, he yells. Tetelestai! Jesus of the cross. Tetelestai! It is finished! I came to remove every obstacle that would get in your way from Father's love. It's Gone till he has die. Number one. This is what this word was used for in Greek culture. It was used as a stamp on a document that declared that a debt had been paid in full. Somebody say, Praise the Lord. That wasn't loud enough or good enough. I don't know. Just, okay, good. No, just take it in. It was, you're probably reading the next one. Number two, it was used an official term to declare that a person's prison debt is fully served. Hallelujah. Oh, tell him, tell us <laughs> uh, How do you? Uh, to Tetelestai. There you go. To tell us Tetelestai. Your debt, your prison debt is fully served and you don't have to be in prison anymore no more captives are set free and we looked a couple of weeks ago and we found out the word captive literally means prisoners of war and jesus came to wage war and get all the prisoners out of prison and number three it was used as a declaration that a battle had been won hallelujah hallelujah hold up the hold up your bread we're gonna hold it up next slide your debt of sin has been fully paid You owe nothing. Let's go ahead and receive that. Your debt of sin has been fully paid. You owe nothing. Your prison sentence term for what you deserve has been served. The time of being in bondage has been fully served. You go free. Your battle with the devil, sin, and all sickness and disease has been fully. 1 Now, you know what this represents? Rest. Rest because of the full and completed work of Jesus Christ. Rest. Let's partake together. I find my rest in you, O oh Lord we go ahead and receive the cup. Jesus is the bread of life. We're going to finish here. Next slide. As we partake of the cup, we're redeemed through the shedding of the blood, the forgiveness of our sins. Redemption is through the shedding of blood, the forgiveness of our sins. And then he gives us this authority to represent him on the earth. We are the... Here's how it works. God goes into a community and sets up his kingdom through people who understand forgiveness, who walk in it, who represent his heart. And moment by moment, heart by heart, people are transformed. And the kingdom of darkness is being routed out as the kingdom of light is being established moment by moment, heart by heart. We receive who he is. Let's say these words together. My debt of sin is full paid. The prison sentence I deserve is fully served. The battle against my life has been fully won. I am free in Christ. Have I said praise the Lord? Praise the Lord. And then we want to finish one thing, one last scripture, and then we'll partake. This is so important. Everybody in here has been in some religious setting where you told, you've been told a lie, and the lie is that your salvation is based on your works, and it is a lie from hell. It's a lie from the devil, and it puts the pressure on you to come up with your own salvation and you'll never live up. You know what the real gospel is? Being fully devoted and just loyal. Just loyal to Jesus so he can work in you. Loyal to Father God so he can work in you. Just loyalty to him. And then he goes, hey, he looks in your eyes one day and go, you look more like me than ever. You're changing, you used to be really crusty and hard nosed and you softened up a bit. Have you ever seen people change? How, many, how about this? I could bring you down here and we could testify how God takes out the heart of stone, puts it in the heart of flesh. It changes us, right? Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says it this way. Just lift up your cup of grace, would you? We're going to drink to complete freedom and receive. Now, the Holy Spirit's really active in, in my heart and mind today there's literally places that haven't been completely released inside of some souls today. And when I say complete freedom, the Lord says, I'm going to pour power of my blood right on that spot. And there's going to come liberty, right? Where you weren't free before. This is just a work of the Holy Spirit because you've tried and you can't. And that's the point of this verse for by grace, you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing. It is not of your own doing. It's never been of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Jesus came to remove all the obstacles, and this is how he does it. He said, I have shed my blood. This is a fearsome cup. It liberates any soul. Because Jesus drank all of the cup, all the torment, all the the burdens of life, all the pains, everything that you could ever gone through that would wreck you. Jesus says, I've already drunk it all down. So I'm going to give you release from every single thing that's been a catastrophe to your soul. I'm going to set you free with the power of my blood. It's going to release life into you. Every place where death encroached your life, I'm going to say, I'm going to reverse it with the power of my life. Hallelujah. This cup of grace. Just say this, Father God, I receive forgiveness through Jesus Christ and liberty into every place that I have not been free. I praise you for this right now as I drink this cup as I drink this cup for the glory of God. Have I said amen? Thank you Jesus. All those who are that we just have a few here today that are going to come down front and be available for further prayer. Thank Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I seal, I just pray a sealing work of the Holy Spirit. Every, every, every heart that went through a, a, a true transformation where the love of the Father, the revelation of the Father, opened up to a new dimension inside, we seal it now, that nothing can take it, and it just grow in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's stand together. You're dismissed. Happy forth. Love on each other. Amen.